Innovation is in our veins. Soon the whole world will know our names. Sharing our knowledge and freedom reign. We here for the people, you know it's our way. Setting foundations is part of the dream. It doesn't matter if you're new to the game. Listen up now, cause we all gon' say. Ugh. Elevate, 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 higher. Elevate, 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 higher. We gon' rise up, we all gon' shine. Work through adversity, stay on the grind. Elevate, elevate, this is our time. Elevate, elevate. Welcome to the Elevate Podcast, everyone. It's so good to see all of you one more time. Or, well, you can only really see us. <laughs> but we're grateful to be back on the podcast. And uh, it's great. We have a great guest lined up. Before we get into all that, we just need to let you know that if you are listening, please remember to subscribe to listen and get notifications of when the next episode drops, because that would be super helpful. And uh, maybe share it on, a, on an Instagram or a Twitter or something. Yeah, that would be super helpful. We'd be very eternally grateful if you did that and if you're watching on youtube and you actually see our beautiful faces well subscribe, subscribe. And hit that notification bell please that would be amazing so today we have the awesome jonathan hislop on with us and if you remember he was our first episode and we are excited to have him back on and uh so i'll ask you this question jonathan is um why are you here why are you back on <laughs> what's going on what's happening who are you yeah. That's a a great question, man. I'm just, I'm just supporting the cause, you know, (laughs) I'm a big elevate podcast fan. So, you know, I'm, that's, that's the first and foremost reason. Um, but yeah, um, just giving some background about myself. Um, if you didn't hear from the first episode, uh, I currently live in Boston. I work as a senior recruiter at Wayfair, but then I also do career coaching on the side as well. Um, have a business called JRH career consulting. So, covering resume review, career advice, interview coaching, general career coaching. Um, and I've been doing that for about the last nine months or so. So, um, yeah, so that that's me. And I'm back on because I'm a fan. That's awesome, dude. And yeah, that was like you, the inception of JRH Consulting. That, was, that was. You were yeah. right near the time you started things yeah. off. Was it the first episode around there? I know. I didn't even, I didn't even have a legit email yet. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even have a legit email. You guys were like, you need to get oh, an yeah. email. Yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you inspired months. me. No, I, I mean, I went, no, I went hard, man. I uh, built a website, started doing, started doing a bunch of stuff, trying to fall after you guys' footsteps. So um, thank you for the motivation. Hey, no, oh, that's sick. I, I'm super pumped to hear all the, uh, the amazing steps you've made. Because as well, I'm pretty sure I saw I could have been mistaken, but is it true that you hired somebody over at JRH Consulting? Yes, yes. So um, kind of, I guess. So basically, I have Emily um, and she's going to be working as a senior consultant. Um, She basically is going to start taking some of my, um, you know, some of the clients that are coming through as well. Um, you know, and so as JRH's demand is starting to grow, um, she's going to also be working as a senior consultant. She's a great HR background. Um, so I think she's going to be able to really dive in when it comes to like career advice stuff and like different things along those lines as well. I think she has a a different perspective than me, um, but still kind of aligned to that. Um, and she's been doing great. She's been running our social media, um, doing some really, really cool stuff and engaging our audience. So, um, yes, shout out to M. 
That's exciting, dude. Yeah, because I've seen the the social media game is definitely picked up over at JRH Consulting. I've seen as of late, and I'm sure that's because she's doing a tremendous job. Yeah, no, we're grinded over here, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've definitely I definitely failed a lot because I was like not figuring out like. I was just posting random stuff. I'm like, okay, this, I just hope this works. Right. And then I started like really trying to create a strategy and it's, it's, it starts to work better. We're not exactly where I want to be, but we're, it, it's going to be better. So I'm, I'm excited for where we're going. So I think that's awesome. Cause I remember the last time we talked, you really didn't have any plans for any type of revenue uh, through this. Has that changed at all? Yeah. I mean, so basically when I was, yeah, when I was starting, I was just like, trying to figure out, okay, how can I, um, like, even is this needed, right? Like, I think I was going to go on this podcast and like, you know, and see like, do people really need these, like, um, you know, these services. And I came to find out as I started marketing more and more people were right. Um, and I think the way what's, what's been interesting too, is I've been able to evolve. I think when it comes to like, not just like, I mean, resumes is definitely still my biggest service by far, but also helping with like job search strategy sessions. So like actually working with people to like help them learn how to find a job, like teach them the networking one-on-ones. Right. And like, it's just been so encouraging being able to just like get that text, mm. like, Hey, I got the job. Like, you know, and it's just, it's like so satisfying, man. I, I recently had someone who was able to make a career change and is going to be taking a new job at a, like a really good like healthcare software company. Um, and she, her and I met a couple of times with, you know, resumes, but she also did like some sessions. We did some interview coaching. Um, and it, it was kind of a long shot like role for her, but she, I mean, she killed it. And now she's about to get a new job and she's about to start like in a, in a week or so. So it, it's really cool being able to get like, get that satisfaction, you know? That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that changes people's lives. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yes, especially all the COVID stuff that's going yeah. on. Yeah, especially during a pandemic. Huge. Yeah. No, it, it, and that's, I think that's what's cool. It feels like purposeful, you know? Um, and I think that's like, I don't know, if you don't work with purpose, like that just, I don't know, like There's what's no point. the point, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, Love it. obviously, you st- are you still working Wayfair? I am. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm about to hit three and a half years. Woo. Wow. It's crazy. All right. So we, we got a big question for you. We, uh, we know, we, we know <laughs> there's, 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 uh, diplomacy. I know that needs to be, uh, applied to this, but I'm gonna let Dalton ask cause it was his question, his idea. Yeah. So like, you know, as Josh said, you don't have to, uh, allude to anything or, or go any deeper if you don't want to, or we can just skip right over it. But, uh, wondering, um, if Wayfair saw any impact business-wise or reputation-wise regarding the uh, child-ish trafficking scandal with Wayfair, was that just some internet hoax or did that actually affect business? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> yeah, definitely an internet hoax. Not true. Um you know, but like, I mean, it definitely, I think, I mean, people's, people's perception of us definitely like changed. Right. Like, I mean, I think I, I would talk to candidates or like, I'd reach out to them and like, they would just answer me back. Like, I'm not interested. Like I see what's going on. Like, I'm going to wait till the heat goes down. 
So that that happened a couple of times, but I mean, we're definitely past that now. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and I think like, yeah, and it, you know, the business has really, dude. They've done. We we have done so well over the past like year. Um, it's honestly been incredible. But yeah, no, definitely not true. <laughs> um, you know, and I. Uh, but yeah, it was it was definitely interesting because it like pulled up on my Twitter. I was like, "What in the world?" And, <laughs> yeah, so it was definitely interesting. For sure, for yeah. sure. Well, I really appreciate that answer. Yeah, uh, you know that I think you did a great job of representing yeah. your company and answering that. Yeah, um, you, I think you could be the official press secretary of Wayfair it. if you needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> I actually know him, but he's great. <laughs> so he's he's good. That's awesome. So. Uh, I wanted to kind of go into, we'll get into all kinds of stuff today and we've kind of changed some things up in our podcast and the way we structure things. And so we want to have some fun too, um, and get into some like relatively, uh, current news is and see what your thoughts are just from a business perspective perspective is what are your thoughts on Jeff Bezos stepping down as CEO of Amazon? Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. Um, I can't say I'm surprised. Okay. Just based on like the news that I was hearing, like just people who work there and like, just, I think even just the appearances and different things like that, like he was always kind of stepping back from like day-to-day operations. Right. Um, and I think that was really something that, um, I think a lot of different, I mean, you saw Google did that same Larry page and Sergey Brin, right. They did a very similar thing, right. Where they've built it over time. And I think, what I think is going to happen is I think he's going to probably pivot to something else or like while still serving on Amazon, but trying to find a new challenge. Cause I think guys like that, like, I mean, he's basically like conquered the world at this point. Like, <laughs> so, um, you know, I think that, um, I, I think, I think we'll see him potentially doing something else. I don't know, but that's just my personal opinion. I'm sorry. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you've got to head on. Um, I mean, right now we're seeing a space race between him and elon musk and i'm almost positive he's he's going to transition directly over to space blue origin he will he he wants to be the one that puts people on mars habit like to inhabit mars yeah there was this whole thing going on the internet last night and uh (laughs) my weird cousin thought it was (laughs) real but uh you can buy land on mars right now oh they've started selling deeds to land on mars to try and like get people, pr- it's fake. It's a hoax. Like oh, okay. it's, it's just novelty. But yeah. like to see that go viral two days after Bezos steps away, quoting he wants to work on Blue Origin. I'm like, whoa, those are going to be real deeds one day. We might not see it. Yeah, but one day those so, are going to be real deeds yeah. to, to land on Mars. That's crazy. And he, I know that is so crazy. Another planet. Nuts. Who do you think is going to be first? That's the real question. Do you think it'll be Bezos or Musk? You know what? I think it's going to be Bezos because the way I I think Elon really I do I think Elon's a little too busy in his own head where I I he sleep listen don't wait he is like consistently all the time talking <laughs> about how he works like seventy hours blah, blah blah he's sleeping in the factory he doesn't see his family he doesn't see his kids that's not sustainable or healthy where Bezos has got his work life balance figured out he pays everyone to do everything but use the bathroom for him. So he's got the time to literally focus yeah. on getting to space where Elon Musk has his head filled with not seeing his kids, not seeing his wife, not doing anything other than sleeping in this factory. That's like 
burnout. That's the railroad to burnout, mm. I think. That's not sustainable yeah. long term, I don't think. He's been doing that though, like, I, but I've watched interviews where he's been doing that since he was like, since he built PayPal, like young. Like he talked about yeah. how his brother, yeah, he talked about how him and his brother like worked a hundred hours a week. That's right, how he is for like years. I'm like, dude, that is crazy, it's, man. It, that, it's I'm, gonna catch up. To I'd him. say fifty five to sixty is my cap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. You have to definitely. exist we'll as a person outside of your business. You did say 55, 60 in terms of that's how long he's going to live for? No, hours a week. Oh, hours a week. I was like, what? Oh, no, no, yeah. hours a week. No, no, that's that's my max. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm definitely not putting a, a death notice on Elon. No. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no. He'll, he'll probably find a way to freeze his body at some point, too. So That's fair. I'm a, I mean, what do I, you think? Yeah. So, like, Bezos or- I, th- I think you make a good argument uh for bezos i i just think elon's just so stinking smart totally like he's just on another level from the rest of us and i personally think he'll be first because he's just so i will say that maybe far ahead of everybody in that space maybe he works those 70 hours because he knows he can do it all himself better than anyone else Mm. so maybe that's why he is working so much because he's like, I can do it. I don't need someone to do it. That's fair. Yeah. Where Bezos would have to hire someone who can do it. Yeah. Like, I well, think, I think, let's figure out one, John. Oh, yeah. No, I was just saying, I think he pushes, like, I think Elon is a pusher of the envelope. Like, I think he's always, like, Tesla's really kind of like the, I want to say the first of its cloud, but it's like, it's really kind of, it's like one of the more unique cars, right? In general. Like, he's always thinking about innovation. Like, reminds me very much of jobs in that sense, just kind of in a more mad science type of way but um he's very much a pusher and an innovator whereas i think like jeff bezos is like a scaler right like jeff bezos looks to scale things across a large right so they just buy audible they buy like you know private and everything like that and just scales amazon's influence whereas i think like elon is like okay let's take this idea conceptualize it and then drive it yeah right so i mean that's what i think about him sorry were you gonna say josh yeah i think that i those are some great points and that's kind of how i feel about elon Think about Elon as uh, it's an emotional pick for me, rather than more of like a you've kind of broken down a good way of why you'd pick Bezos over Elon. Uh, but Elon again, as I said, like I really do think he's just he's he's probably this one of the smartest minds of our time, in my estimation. Um, he, and he's just such a weird dude. Thing yeah. I mean, thing about about him I love is he's such a memer. He's a memer, yeah. And I, I've, that's why I love him. But I will say, like, if space is becoming a business. As a consumer, I don't know if I want to go with the guy who got there the fastest or the guy who got there the smartest. So, so okay, it, it, sure. if, if Elon's whole thing is I want to get there first, but Bezos is playing the I want to get there smart, cheap for the consumer and make it inhabitable, you can get there fast, but it's not long term. Mm. If, if they're looking at it as a business, which is there's no reason why these two wouldn't be looking at it as a business. And that's like, I would, and it's funny, out of the two, regardless of who is first, I would, I would trust Elon over Jeff because of the way they've built their companies. Totally. And I'll say this. I can see that. You know, Bezos has gotten rich off of figuring out how to exploit people the best way he can. Sure. Yeah. Elon has gotten rich by just trying to be, make things better for people. Yeah. In his, in terms of how he's built his company. Yeah. Um, like yeah, so I, and that's the thing is he's and he's also not a part of the the rich club. Yeah, in terms of like you know he's a billionaire, but like all the rich elite in the states hate him because he doesn't go along with their agenda. Totally, and that's yeah. what I love about him. Yeah, 
um, like him leading the charge with us, all this stuff with the uh, Wall, St- Wall Street vet bets yeah. cracks me up. Yeah. And, uh, and I love it. I know that is hilarious. <laughs> that was good stuff. <laughs> what have, what's your thoughts been on that, on the Wall Street bet stuff there, John? Yeah. I mean, that's crazy, man. <laughs> I, I just think it's like to be able to get like Reddit support to basically change the trajectory of a company in like a couple of days is like, absolutely mind-boggling to me right and like i understand like for structure like i totally understand at least why like you know financial professionals don't necessarily want like you know people doing that all the time because it can cause you know uh volatility but i mean it's kind of nice for like to see like how people can come together and like you know not necessarily just fall under the fold that's been set up by all these large companies i don't know that i thought that was pretty cool but i agree it was yeah. also crazy. <laughs> it was a wild time. Yeah. People were, not people, billionaires were oppressed. And the, I've never seen billionaires cry on TV before. That was my personal favorite. Yo, billionaires should cry more, yeah. I think. <laughs> because they they were not ready to take one hit. They weren't, they weren't ready. They were not prepared. Who cried? Uh, I didn't. The, the hedge fund, the one was that. Was the hedge fund guy? It was the one who placed the um, shortage. Oh, it was. It was the one who placed the good. short. Yeah. I'm glad it was him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I don't know if That's you knew, hilarious. I think I talked about it last week on the podcast, but I don't know if you know about Jonathan is, um, so do you know why Elon jumped in on the, all the stuff mm-hmm. with the wall street bets? I don't know. It was because Melvin capital, the one who sh- made all the shorts, um, has tried to short Tesla multiple times. He was like, all right, boys, game on. I'm coming right after you sending all my followers to go place bets. <laughs> yeah. It was just like a petty, like, match that was it that's amazing oh it's like it doesn't matter yeah, how much money you got is what i learned yeah it's uh you are still a Followers. human being and you are still going to be petty yeah <laughs> yeah so it also proved what internet following can do i think that was a huge like social takeaway is like what you can do when that many people just blindly believe you mm. good and bad that's a little scary actually well, you saw what happened with Dogecoin, right? Oh, crazy! I love that's insane. I love. It's crazy the power this guy has. So I don't know if you, I don't know how fo- closely you've been following this stuff, um, but um, so I do like somewhat, but I'm mm-hmm. I like you know I'm not like all in it. Yeah. <laughs> like I definitely don't have like an in depth like uh, um, I guess information about it. But what what was it? What happened? So, so you had Dogecoin, which is a meme cryptocurrency. Yeah, it was based off a stinking meme. It was a dog, and um. And, you know, Elon trying to make sure he was, you know, making sure he was going around any type of accusation of Mm. breaking the law. Yep. He just tweeted a photo of a dog that said Doge on it. And I just left it. And Dogecoin went from point zero, yeah, point zero one penny. So it's a penny. A penny, yeah. And shot up to 10 cents a share within 24 hours. Yeah. Like the power this guy has is nuts. Yeah, kills me. That's crazy. Well, I mean, I just like like I I understand why he would get why he would be annoyed with you know the Melvin Capital because it's like the short market is basically just betting on people to lose. That, like, yep. From what I've understood, right? And like I don't know, I I don't know. That's not I don't love that. Like <laughs> you oh know, no, I'd rather like totally see, have people want to have success for others. Absolutely. I think the one thing that's hit me throughout this week, because I've, there's, I mean, yeah, we talked about it last week on the podcast, um, 
I've learned so much in the last six days about all this stuff. <laughs> it's nuts. Like I finally learned what actually shorting is and how it actually all works. But this is the thing that blew me the way I learned from the SEC website itself. Mm-hmm. I read. I read this that if a lot of these guys um, make even more money if the company that they're shorting goes bankrupt. Yeah, because it's like you've won. Not only have you won. So how it works is right. Essentially, say I got this like this headphone adapter. I rent that. I rented it from a place, and I took it and sold it to somebody. Yeah, and I sold it for ten bucks. And it goes. Right. And I, I said I was going to rent it for a month. And then months up, I have to go buy that back from the market and give it back to the place. And so I'm hoping that the price of it goes down in that time, yeah. so I can buy it back and give it back and pocket the eight dollars. But if it goes bankrupt and there's no company, no shares. I don't have to even give back any money. Right, but you can I, collect. I, col- I only collect. And this is the craziest part, is any ill-gotten gain over a shortage is not taxed by the U.S. government. Oh. I was like, that is nuts. Wow. What? I did not know that. That's crazy. I was like, this is like, I'm like, we are literally that, incentivizing people to fail. And, make and money just be it. like mean. I'm like, that's awful. <laughs> Whoa. So I was like, have you looked into what that looks like that in is, Canada? That is not no, wild. I haven't. All I know is when I read that, I went and bought more shares at AMC. I was so mad. Wow. <laughs> I was so mad. So yeah. I hate that. Dude, Big institutions with tax crazy. breaks makes me upset. Dude, it's tough. Tough breaks. But yeah, I'm, I've been learning a lot. But yeah, we are grateful to have, continue to have here, Jonathan of Jerry's Career Consulting here on the show today. Yeah. Um, but what are some like some yeah. success stories? You shared one uh, off the top with us, um, but what, what are some success stories you've been hearing and uh, some things you can honestly, in some ways, take a little bit of solace in and some great positive news that have been equated to your business? Yeah. So I think what's it's been really cool um, like I mentioned before, I think I've had at least, so I've worked with probably 50 clients or so. Um, and like some of those being like repeat, you know, customers and stuff like that. Um, and you know, I think w- w- what's interesting about it is like some people, they come at me in different stages, right? Like some people it's like, I need to get out of my job like ASAP. Right. Um, and then it's some people where it's like, okay, I more so want to get ahead and like start preparing my resume because I can see myself leaving in like the next quarter and then rather than just rushing like I want to be strategic and different things like that and so I think one of the biggest um I think success stories that I had was recently there was someone who and this is just like the power of like what a resume can do um but basically she had been looking for like eight months seven months maybe like for a significant amount of time um and then basically she was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to like, she, she was a friend of mine. And she was like, okay, I'm going to go Jonathan, pay him, try to do this resume. She, she puts in the resume and then immediately like starts getting more and more interviews. Now it takes a couple like more months for her to actually get a job, but then she gets the job. Right. Um, and so I think what it showed me, and I was like, she was just applying, applying, applying. And I was teaching her like some different things on how she could like network, how to like leverage that and, and being able to kind of work with that in general. And it was really cool being able to see like how it was the same experience, but just talking about it differently made a huge difference to someone that was looking on the other side. Right. Um, and I think that's like, I think, you know, the big things that I usually stress with my clients is one, um, you know, 
making sure that your resume is like readable and it's like has a great format and then two like giving metric driven language and achievements right like you can say um I, I don't know like you could say um let's say you're a manager of a team right like you could say manage small team working on x right or you can say managing a team of 12 that focuses on blank which affects over 1 million customers right and like you can say the same thing, but when you provide more specifics and you provide metrics, it gives a larger picture into what people like and what you're doing in your role, right? And so that's like something where I just like take so much pride in being able to see like people see the direct results of that. And then having like, or like when they're like, yeah, someone texted me the other day, they were like, yeah, I was talking to this recruit. Wow, this is a really smooth resume. And I just felt pride in that, right? Like, you know, <laughs> so um, I think it's just cool being able to kind of, um, you know, see those success stories. And I think what's also interesting is I think that everyone, like people feel really hopeless when it comes to job, like searching, right? Like they just like, you know, they're applying and, and different things like that. But, you know, there are practices like networking, like having an online presence, different things like that, that can help you build over time, right? And those lead to other opportunities, right? And so there are people now who've been doing that for years and like, they don't even have to apply for a job because everybody knows who they are, right? Um, and so I think like, I think that's just something I try to like teach people and being able to see people actually apply this is just like, probably the most, like what, like I said, one of the most rewarding things. I mean, I think at you, Josh, like, I mean, if I need a designer, I know who I'm going to go to, you know, like, <laughs> so it, I mean, you, like, I, I love the way you even talk about like, you know, how I think you sent like, this was like a couple of months back, but you had one about like how a bad like user experience could like affect like the way that people navigate a website or like even affect, I can't remember the example, but I saw it on Instagram. I'm like, huh. I'm like, that's like actually super interesting, right? And like, I don't know. So I think just being able to like be known for your craft mm -hmm. is like something that people have to take pride in. I think a muscle that people don't use necessarily. So crucial. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So I think what what are some ways that people can kind of, I think you touched on a little bit, but what are some things that you've seen where people can start trying to make more of a name for themselves and be known as that person that is, that's, that's the person that I need for that specific job. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it, you know, I think it kind of varies by industry, right? I think the things, the things, this is like something that I would teach like a client, right? Is I would be like, okay, let's say you're into, um, I'm going to give an example of like marketing, right? Like marketing managers, right? I'll give kind of a generic example. I'd be like, go on LinkedIn and go find a marketing group, right? Or just type in marketing manager right and then connect with people right and i think you get like a certain amount if you don't have like the premium or whatever but just start to connect with those people look for people that are maybe like a little more senior than you right and then reach out to them say hey i saw that you're at this this and this company i would love to pick your brain on how you've been able to be successful in your career people love to talk about themselves right and so like more likely than not they're going to be open to a conversation um, you know, and so then being able to leverage them, like, Hey, you know, I, I, I love that you do this. What's it like? How have you been able to be successful? Like, and, and, you know, I work with them to create questions. Right. Um, and so I think too, and I think too, like being able to share things about your company or like, if you do side projects, right. If you're doing a marketing thing for, I don't know, some small business or a friend of yours, like talk about that on LinkedIn, right. Or like if your business just drew something end to end, like talk about that. Right. I also think 
it's really cool when people do videos about what they do, right? Like nobody, like when people think of like, oh, like what does a recruiter do in a day-to-day life, right? Like, and I, and I'm able to see that on LinkedIn. I'm like, huh, that's like pretty interesting. Like, you know, I think there's interest in what everybody does. And so I think like being able to create content or like being able to focus on things on social platforms that um, capture an audience and while you're consistently trying to grow that audience, I think is how you can really build your, your professional brand in a sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think I, I've, I have a project, well not a project, but I have something I want to test you with right now. And Mac doesn't know I'm sure. going to do this to her right now, but Mac <laughs> is a student who's just about to finish school. Yes. <laughs> and um and so she's about to go into the workforce what are some you know if this mm-hmm. if she came to you right now and we can even play this out if we wanted to um what would your advice be to someone like that what kind of questions would you ask her uh so i would first you know have her determine like you know what's the industry where does she want to go right like have an idea i think you know, when you're coming out of school, you don't necessarily, there are some people they know exactly what they want to do. And there's some people that don't, but you should have a general direction. I think that's super important. Right. So if it's like, I want to go, um, I'll go back to my marketing example. I want to go in marketing. Right. So then I would, cre- you know, make sure I catered and created a resume that aligned to that, right. Where I'm researching online keywords for marketing, you know, uh, making sure that I'm adding all of that, you know, putting in my classes, you know, build a LinkedIn, different things like that. Then what I would do is I would type in marketing managers in the area and start reaching out to them, right? And being like, hey, I'm looking for this role, this, this, and that. Like, or not even not even saying this role, like I'm just recently graduating. This is an industry that I want to grow in. Like, I would love to be able to pick your brain for like 10, 15 minutes, you know, maybe 15 down. minutes, half hour um, and learn more. Oh, I could go a little slower, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, that would be that would be one thing. I'm done. Um, that would be that would be one thing as well. I think in addition to that, I would probably like look at your direct connections, right? Do you know anybody, right? Do you know anyone that's like within an industry, someone you previously worked with, like maybe years ago at a high school job, right? Is it an aunt, a family friend, different things like that? And then I would also go to like the career services, right? Um, Usually a lot of universities, colleges, like they have their career alumni services that have job postings, right? Because it's like alumni that they can like, you know, they go to the same school, their alma mater and stuff like that. So that would be something I would do as well, right? And so I think, and then obviously apply for jobs, um, you know, but I think like not just having the approach, oh, I'm just going to apply for a job is like, absolutely like crucial like you have to be you have to work on your professional brand you have to network and the earlier you do it the better you'll be and the more dividends that it'll pay off later on in life so um in your professional life so um that those are some of the tips that come to mind i was gonna ask too do you think that linkedin is like the number one place for that or is there other networking I guess, applications or social media platforms that are better or more suitable? Or do you think LinkedIn is like the hub space for that? Yeah, I would say for most professions, I would say LinkedIn, anything corporate, right? Like if you're in the creative space, right? Like Instagram and Facebook and more aesthetic platforms are going to obviously be better than LinkedIn. But I think if you're working in a corporate um you know, or, you know, engineering, anything like in that professional area, I think that would probably be your best bet. 
um, as well. No, that makes sense. Cool. Well, thanks for the advice. (laughs) (laughs) We're out here getting free advice from Mac. (laughs) Yeah, of course. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, um, Josh can give you my contact information after. I can I can definitely give you some help. I'd that love that. If you need, I, if you I would actually love need that. some more help. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. Thank you so much, John. I really appreciate awesome. that. Uh, we always looking. We always like looking out for Mac. Um, yeah, of course. So I think going on, this has been a great journey for you. You've been accomplishing a lot. Uh, so what's like your big plan? Like, how what what do you what's your next steps for kind of expanding and making this more of a business for yourself? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think right now I'm in the I'm in the middle, right? Where I like I love I love my nine to five job, right? Like I, I really, I really do enjoy like working at Wayfair, which I think like I'm blessed because I know a lot of people that don't like their jobs. <laughs> um, you know, and so um, but I also love this coaching thing as well. And and really kind of where I see one thing I want to do is at least for the first year, just like build credibility, right? Like put out like social media posts, like meet with clients, have at least, you know, 30, 40 people that can speak on behalf of me, different things like that. I would like to start creating some more like, I guess like passive income or not passive content, I guess, and like different things like that. So, you know, one thing I want to do is like write some sort of ebook or something like that. You know, I want to like create courses, um, you know, potentially do like public speaking, like that's where I really could see this. And I think I really growing is like getting out of like the, you know, niche, like, oh, resume stuff, but like being really like a, <clears throat> I guess like a coaching expert, right. And being able to cover that across multiple platforms, um, you know, where it's not like always having to actively do this per se. So that's kind of where I see it. That's about as, as far as I would go, you know, I'd like to be like a, you know, if this were to like grow like exponentially, like a Gary V of career, I don't know. Like, <laughs> so um, that's kind of like where I, I could see, I could see this going. I don't think I'll be quite as big or quite as popular, but um, you know, that's kind of like where that's my, I think my long-term plan. Yeah. That's like super, super cool. Um, do you ever think that there's a right time to, you know, take those next action steps to become the, coach across many applications or do you think you'll, you'll know the natural flow or um, is there ever fear that if you become too known as, you know, the company that helps with resumes, then it might be hard to enter the space where you help with everything. Like, have you, is there like that fear at all going on? Yeah. Great question. Um, I don't necessarily have that fear because I've already started incorporating it. Right. Like I have several different, um, like services, right? It's not just resumes. Um, and you know, like I mentioned before, and so there's that component, I think too, like I put out a bunch of free content, like, um, you know, I've written like probably like three or four LinkedIn articles. I've created like, you know, six or seven, no, maybe more than that, probably like 12 different YouTube videos. Um, I think people have come to know me more as the career person rather than like a person who's resume. I think resume, I think is just the most quick need right right? and i think with coaching and everything right like a lot of people don't necessarily like you know a lot of people that go to the gym don't really pay for a personal trainer right like most of the people that do right there are some that do and then there's some that don't right and so i think coaching is kind of the same way whereas like resumes very much like i'm getting an item for a price right and i think people feel like oh this is a good investment of my my time whereas like people who've had coaching, like, they're like, oh, no, I see, I really see the investment in this, right? So I think that's just kind of where 
I like the flexibility of being able to provide people direct impact, like here's your resume. And then also being able to, um, you know, helping people like career coach and like give career advice and different things like that. So I think it's a good combination of both, but I think I'll know when, um, you know, to do that, I might move away, you know, that might be something Emily takes, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure yet. Um, cause this is all new, but I mean, we've started off the year, like really strong, um, you know, after like a bit of a, you know, kind of slow December. So, um, so we'll see where it goes. That's awesome. That's super cool. I've been, I've been, su- I'm very excited to see your growth. Um, and seeing how far you've come even from like our first time we talked. Yeah, nine months ago. You know, and yeah. See, yeah, it's nuts. And I think it's cool because I think we can say that for all of us. Like we've yeah. all come so far since that first episode. Yeah. It's like, like, yeah, drastically, I would say. Absolutely. No, totally. No, I've been, I've been watching you guys. It's been really cool. I like how you guys have really, um, like, I like that you have like, I don't know, where there's like the brick wall behind you and you'll have like your actual guests in like <clears throat> it reminds me like of joe rogan and like his room or whatever and um and it's cool like I, I love the way that you're incorporating like that different stuff so i think that's what i love about this right is like you just become better at your craft mm, right yeah. and it just like it becomes easier you see how you improve you see the direct results like that's why i'm obsessed with sports is because i'm like if i go shoot a three-pointer like a thousand times i know i'm gonna get a better three-point shot and like i think with career stuff like it takes time and a lot of trial and error but like once you start figuring it out it becomes just so fun because you see the growth you see the ways that like people are responding to it right and just grinding so yeah totally yeah i think um that really is all it is what it takes yeah you just gotta do one thing keep, a lot yeah keep doing the monotonous things yeah all the time and you'll get become an expert imagine that yeah um so i guess ca- yeah i guess kind of capping things off for us is uh obviously we are sure nothing but pumped for what you are doing in your life right now um and so for any of those people who are listening what's kind of like one of your what's something that's on your heart at the top of your mind that you're just like I want everyone to know this yeah great question well that's a good question yeah. um <clears throat> I think I think that anyone I think one thing I would say is that anyone can change where they're at in their current life right and I think that comes in career that comes with health and fitness that comes with relationships that comes with spirituality. Like, I think that's, that's everything. You know, I recently read this book called the compound effect. It's like such a good book. Um, you know, and, and, um, I think it's Darren, Darren, um, it was the elevate podcast. Darren, Yo, come on um, down. Darren oh, no. tight end. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, someone just walked in. <laughs> someone literally just walked into the studio thinking we're in a totally different business. And I was like, you know, you guys should have come walk down. It would be great. I caught too late. Sorry. I cut you off, but go on. Oh, that's funny. They could, no, they can get a feature. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> they need resume help. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think the idea that like, I think people can change and they can get to places where they want to grow. Right. Like I just love, rags to riches stories i love like underdog stories you know because people just work so hard and when you put something and you make small changes in your life over a consistent period of time you're able to see immense growth so i think just like to anyone out there that's feeling like uninspired or feel like they can't necessarily like 
you know, do anything, like just start, start making small changes every day, start being consistent, track your progress, and you're going to be able to see how you grow over time. And if you haven't read, I definitely recommend reading The Compound Effect. It's, it's a really, really good book. I'm giving this guy free press, but um, it, it was a really, really good book. And it's really helped me kind of think positively and stuff. So That's super cool. We're all on board with that, man. Yeah. I think that goes a great bit of Make advice. Make some changes. And do something. Especially, I mean, in a time in our world where just everyone is getting laid off. Yeah. And... Um, you know, and it's like these are important times to really figure out how to adapt and make yourself more applicable to being employable yeah. at a different place. Yeah. Be more effective. Or do your own thing. Or just do your own thing. Start your own thing. Yeah. Right. That's that's what's cool too, right? It's like be think independent. Like I never could have thought I would have done like I could have done this. Like mm-hmm. I always, I always doubted myself, you know, like I really did. I was like, no, people aren't going to want to do this. And like the first video I recorded was like, the angle was all weird. The lighting <laughs> was off. I looked like a freak and like, <laughs> you know, and like ended up getting like, and ended up getting like so many responses. I was like, huh. And I was like, okay, let me like try to do this actually better. Right. Um, and like, you know, I'm not a millionaire by any means or like, I'm not like, you know, <laughs> I'm not breaking the bank here, but I, I mean, I'm definitely making like some decent like progress with this. Right. And like, I think it's been really cool being able to be known as that. So I think anyone can do it. Anyone is capable, you know, um, it's just about like putting in hard work and being consistent um, and trying to make small steps and, and changes every day. So. One step at a time. Oh, Josh was like, oh yeah, I remember God. that video. <laughs> it's like learning to fly, man. Yeah. Or falling in love. Falling in love. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Boom. Um, no, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. It really does mean a lot that you uh, came back on. For a second time. For a second time. Yes. <laughs> no, man, I, 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 lo- I love it. I love you guys. I, lo- I think you guys are doing super well. So, um yeah keep it up man really appreciate it man so well with that said with all that said thank you all so much for listening it was great to have you all with us however you're listening to us whether you are going to school or changing careers or changing the world or going to the gym I don't know however you're doing it wherever you are however you're listening we love you we're out